Welcome to episode 63 of Nobody Special. This episode, we talk about Kendrick Castillo and how all scripture is God-breathed. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special. Two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I am Caleb, but one of your hosts of Nobody Special. And I'm Danny, your secret avenger of Nobody Special. Bum, bum, uh, this bum, is uh, the podcast bum. where two generations of people come together to talk about pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caleb, yes, uh, I it. You know, I think a thing people often don't think about for this podcast is that this is a professional podcast. It is a professional cop. So I'm I'm glad to professionally see you. Yeah, we uh, it's good to we're we're professionals. Mm-hmm. We're drinking adult beverages. Coffee. By that I mean coffee. And, like uh, a business this, uh, man would. It's a professional podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't actually take a sip. Hold on. Take your sip. Be professional. Uh, yeah. I'll fix my my professional mic. Uh, do you want some ice cream? Yeah. Let's have yeah. Ice sure. Cream. Okay. Where is it? Where? Oh. Here you go. Professional podcast, everyone. This is not a sponsor. M&M cookie sandwich. Not a sponsor. If you're listening to this late at night, this but is for tasty. you. Oh. I knew this was going <laughs> to somehow go to an, an ASMR joke. Uh, ASMR. No, we decided um, we were going to have dessert while we do the podcast. So Because why not? Uh, yeah, because it's our... We're already unproductive. Why not just It's our dumb show. Why do you... Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, why do you Caleb, care, huh? All right, super important things have been happening. Mm-hmm. First of all, the Avengers Endgame spoiler ban... Lifted. lifted according to the Russo brothers, who I think it's actually according to the studio, so they could mm-hmm. um, actually put out the trailer for Spider-Man: Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Which, if if you haven't gone to Endgame, you really need to not see the trailer for Spider-Man: Far From Home mm-hmm. because it's super spoiler heavy for the ninety seconds that it is. Don't worry, Tom Holland tells you in the beginning. But he yeah. spoils it in the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> and that's different for him to not spoil it. But um, I I wanted to take some time and just give a few of the spoilers. Yeah, yeah no, that's so we can read it. Yeah. I yeah. didn't print the notes, so he's going to knock no, them down just... when he feels like it. Um, uh, I, all right. It's okay to give spoilers to the Avengers Endgame, so I'm just going to spoil a few things. Um First off, about 30 minutes in, uh, it turns out Dr. Strange's uh, medical degree is unaccredited, so it's just Mr. Strange. Yeah, Mr. Strange from now on. It's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Caleb, uh, do you have any spoilers? Don't. <laughs> don't. There's nothing there. This is. <laughs> you stole the one I was on going to say. That was the only one I memorized. <laughs> oh, really? Well, these well, are all uh, anyway. Well, it turns. <laughs> I don't know what to do, Danny. I'm um, just gonna steal this. This is just out, a random piece of paper. It's not even. It a piece turns of paper, out, it's an iPad. Bruce Willis was actually Thanos, but he was dead the whole time. I mean, 
That's a spoiler. Yeah. But Haley Joel Osment told us at the beginning. Um, about an hour into it, uh, Black Widow and the Hulk get married and have kids, and then Black Widow eats the Hulk. Crazy. I mean, nature is nature, right? Uh, more spoilers. Go. Um, what? Make it funny. No, no, do a spoiler. Go. These are real spoilers in the movie. Yeah, fine. Um, well, Captain America, he actually... Uh, Deported by ice. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Turns out he wasn't born in America, and he never got his... Uh, <laughs> He never got his... Uh, Deported by ice. That's horrible. Um, Who's Captain Venezuela? <laughs> okay, so, so no, are, they actually have those kind of, uh, kinds of characters in the comics. There's like Captain Mexico and Captain Canada and that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And it's basic, kind of the same person, except they're just in a different country. It's really kind of funny. All yeah. right. Both of us have been to Endgame. Uh-huh. How did you feel about it? I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. You if understand eat, that? You gotta enunciate a little bit. I thought it was fantastic. Oh yeah, it was a bit. It it was slow to get started, to be honest. You thought so? Yeah, a little bit. It was three hours. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I mean it was three hours. It took him a bit. And it felt like three hours. Yes, it did, but in a good way. If you As weren't in, sweating by the end of that, like I was stuck to my like leather chair, I was like. Whoosh. Yeah, the uh, my arms off. <laughs> Run P app is going overtime on that movie. Like go now and now. So is that y- a thing? Yeah, absolutely. It's an app that I can start it as a movie starts, and it gives the best time to go pee. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. It's like uh, yeah, nothing happens here. Just dialogue and and then tell it I'm going pee, and then it gives a summary of the movie as you're out peeing. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. All parts of a movie are important. Kinda, but not really. Um, some wow. of them are throwaways. So I, I all right. All this to say, um, oh my gosh, I'm totally blanking on his name. Hawkeye. Uh, Driscoll, the pastor uh, in Portland, I think, or Seattle or something. I don't know. He straight up, he saw that a movie about five days after it came out, and. and and tried to tweet an encouraging thing. And to his credit, I think he was trying to not give out the spoilers, but he just said um, a, a statement, and it was very spoiler-heavy, and his comment section on that was crazy because I was actually concerned uh-huh. which pastor is going to go to that kind of a movie and then say, it's like, it's just, it, it's the same thing at the end of Endgame, that Jesus is our, and then spoiler for how it ends, and then everyone goes like, oh, come on, man, come yeah. on. It's like don't don't do that. I get the Jesus is greater than Endgame, but mm-hmm. also we know how the Bible ends, and we don't know how Endgame ends until we see it. Yeah, the joy of the Bible is it's pretty spoiler heavy straight out the yeah. beginning. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and Jesus wins at the end. It's whatever. Um, so yeah, yeah. So it was a good movie though. Yeah, it I was enjoyed very it. Good. Yeah. I need to see it again. I wish we could actually say spoilers. Right? I don't want to, even though I can. Can we give away anything? Well, I don't I mean, we want, can. I mean, we can. We'd be jerks. We yeah. would be. Uh, the other thing that did happen... I mean, um, if you haven't seen Endgame, you'll see it, please. Unless you haven't seen, like, the following movies. Avengers 1, Avengers 2. All the Marvel movies. <laughs> all, what was it, like, all 22 movies or something like that? 21. 21, yeah. Before that. 
So um, another thing that happened that some people got really interested about is that Prince Harry and Meghan Merkel had their baby. Who is that? Uh, the American that um, married the Duke. Oh. Yeah. He, uh, the second prince, so he's not going to be king unless he kills his brother. Wow. Yeah. Doesn't even matter. Yeah. No, he's actually the more party prone of them. But they had their baby and they named it. And it was a big hubbub because they're trying to bridge the gap between an American and a British name. And I have the name. Yeah. And this isn't a joke. And I, I, I do. I want to say we try not to pick on children. Wait, is there such thing as like a British name? Yes. What? Reginald. Who names it? I've never... I mean, British I've heard people. that, but I'm saying like... And the guy from Family most Matters. Most people in Britain are named normal names. They're, they're, it's British origin. So they're, they've been trying to name what is the this, child. Uh, what is this gap they bridged? Okay, so, so here's the deal. You shouldn't make fun of children. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Okay. Unless they steal your candy. With that said... I'm about to pick on this kid's name, yeah. and he's literally the youngest he could be for this to happen, so I apologize, but they named him Archie Harris in Mountbatten, Windsor. Wait, wait, what? What the heck, man? This kid's going to pick on himself in school. Like, <laughs> seriously. No, like, Archie Archie, Archie Harrison, I like that name. Archie, Archie Harrison, Mountbatten, Windsor. Archie Harrison... Mountbatten, Windsor. Archie Harrison. Don't what's it? What do you think his name is going to turn into? Like the, you know, like his actual name. Once they, I think he should choose Archie. Archie's such a cool name. Uh, he'll probably go by Duke. Dude, I'd name my kid Archie. Um, I mean, what? Do you not like that? No, Archie. The new show on the CW ruined it. Because that's nothing to do with the cartoon. Archie? Yeah. What? Did, what CW? A Riverdale. What? What? Yeah, it's based on Archie. I don't even know what Archie is. What is Archie? It's a comic. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. If it's not Marvel, I don't know it. <laughs> it's not that kind of comic. Anyway, though. I know. It's just a weird name, but people got really excited about this whole, oh, they had their baby and they named it and all this, and she's breaking tradition because she had it not at a place. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I don't care. No one knows what the royal family does. No one no one knows. Yeah. No one's really sure, but they're important for reasons. They have a parliament. Yeah, no, it's they a don't monarchy do anything. with a parliament. So No, it's a parliament. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's just be so. honest here. They're they're just the faces that you see. Let's, let's but they're not. they're not. Yeah, they're though. not though. Yeah, it's true. It is really odd. Hey, hey our our British friend, can you like send oh, yeah. us an email and explain like what that is to us? You can get emails back. I like, mean, because surely they have if a I know. surely they have a reason. I mean, right? I would like to think so. I I think very highly of you know Britain. Mm-hmm. I think oh, I awesome. do too. But who knows? And I think the Queen is still the technical head of the Anglican Church. What? Yeah, because that's how it started. Whoa! Uh, the guy who started the Anglican Church, he wanted to divorce his. A wife, Pope told, a Pope told him, can't do it, you can't do it. And he said, fine, I'll make my own church. And it'll have blackjack and other things. Um, Whoa. And so he did. And it's it my became, type of church, right? <laughs> and it became the Church of England. And wow. it turns out that if he appoints a bishop 
and makes himself the head of the church, then mm-hmm. he can get that divorce he wanted. Who knew, right? Weird. But then well, it actually ended up being a really influential church and all that, and pretty decent. So God redeems, for sure. Absolutely. It's so, fun. Caleb, it's been, um, as far as news goes, it's been pretty crazy. There's been a lot of stuff going on. Um, I don't pay attention. It, it, you know, there's been a fair amount of political hubbub going on, and in our tradition, we're not going to talk about it because um, it's it is. Uh... All right, I'll give the update. <laughs> yeah. Trump did a thing. CNN got mad that Trump did a thing. Fox News got upset that CNN got mad that Trump did a thing. And the dumpster fire that is American politics grew a little bit warmer. One more day. Is that it's about getting right? pretty hot over here. Yeah. <laughs> Things are heating up in American <laughs> politics. And because it's coming closer to 2020, and by that oh, I mean yeah. uh, we're a year and a half away from our next election, uh, we're going to have to deal with a whole bunch of garbage until then. I don't pay attention to any of that until it comes to voting day and then I look up... <laughs> I look up what I need to Who look up. Who has an R by their name? Like, oh my gosh. Some yeah. people do that. Some people do do that. Yeah. Do-do. So, I said do-do. <laughs> anyway, though. Um, all right, there is a thing that even, you know, to be honest, Caleb and I don't always agree on stuff that we want to talk about, and this is one of those that I do. Um, but there was a, a school shooting in oh, Colorado going into at oh. a uh, STEM. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, that's where we are, my dude. Oh wow! Yep, uh, there's school shooting at. Um, I'm just blind. Apparently. At at a STEM school in Colorado, a one person died, eight people are injured. Yeah. Um, the name of the guy that dies is Kendrick Castillo, and I'll get to him in a minute. Um, so you, a Wednesday, so a day before taping this, they had a v- vigil to kind of come together as a community and. Amor and Kendrick and, and, and the eight students that got injured. Mm-hmm. And um, as we have seen time and time again, uh, it got political very quick. They had speakers come up who started saying, like, we need more gun control. And then someone else, oh, no, we got to put guns in the hands of teachers. And frankly, both of those are bad ideas, but whatever. Um, and, <laughs> and the students, I got to hand it to these students. A lot of them got up, walked out. Boom. In protest of, of of trying to take advantage of their pain in order to push a political kind of agenda. Right. All right. Thoughts on that so far? Thoughts on that so far? Well, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. It's very interesting, huh? Yeah. I mean, I obviously it's annoying that they're like talking uh you know they made it political and Mm -hmm. it probably didn't really need to be no absolutely not and i think that they were right to walk out yeah you know um i think that that was that's what i would have done (laughs) not out of trying to make a stand just because i'm like "Eh." yeah (laughs) bye no bip this Uh, yeah Yeah. i mean they're they're trying to mourn their friend right and instead they got like we need the talking points talking heads and this this and this so so these kids i mean props to these kids because they didn't um the anti-parkland instead of embracing the politics in in the media they actually a few of them had been swearing out the cameras and that kind of stuff for 
taking advantage of their pain. And I'm just like, good for you guys. Yeah. Because that That's garbage literally... has gone on long enough that they're, um, you know, people just are quick to uh, to cram a thing up its own political hindsight in, in order to prove their point. So good for them. There's not many people I would cuss out in this world. But if you stick a camera in my face after someone like that, oh, you're going to be cussed out. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not condoning cussing. No, me neither. I'm just saying I would be upset. I'm, I'm all, yeah, I'm also not proud of the fact that I'd probably do the same thing. You're like, oh, your friend just got murdered. How do you feel about it? Yeah. Uh, I'm having some really strong feelings right now. No, Not but, about I mean, that, but about you. <laughs> I mean, there's that whole aspect of taking time to mourn. I think people undersell the importance of a mourning. And I think this might have been a thing I talked about during the park and stuff, but um, those kids didn't have an opportunity to mourn. They got taken out of their ability to do that. And right. so they had all these feelings they couldn't process. But from a biblical standpoint, all of us are called to mourn with those who mourn. Right, yeah. It, and in that moment, it isn't about me or my talking points or the thoughts I have. It's to just be present and shut up. Yeah. And I think people undersell that a ton. Uh, Another... The importance of having the time to be... Mm, sorry, to be next to a person and to just... Shut up. Yeah. That's that's something uh, someone taught me one time. They, they said, like, you you don't understand what people are going through. So mm-hmm. don't, first off, never, if you're go- right. going to mourn with someone, don't be like, oh, I understand what you're going through. It yeah. doesn't help. Because <laughs> you do, I mean, especially in this case, I mean, I haven't had people bust into my school and shoot my friend. Yeah. So staring at them and say, like, I understand what you're going through. Yeah. Do you? Like, do you really? The best thing you can say to someone or do in this situation is say, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry this happened to you. I love you. And then be there with them. Yeah. And I can't imagine how hard this must be. You know? Yeah. It's a don't just don't ever say it. Don't ever say. Right. It. I mean, I think of the time because people say that to like. Mm-hmm. I think everyone's had that experience on the flip side where someone mm-hmm. says that to you and you're like, it just doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> I like, mean, uh, I doubt that. I mean, even of, if it's something that like, like aside from this, even if it's something that you have been through, just know that like not every situation is the same. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like just say like a, a loved one passed away. Mm-hmm. Um. Just because that, like, say your your parent passed away, mm-hmm. and someone else's parents passed away, right? It's not the same situation, right? And you don't know what they're going it, through. It and it isn't beneficial to go up to to them and say, "Oh yeah, because mine died too." It's not about you, Skipper. Shut up. Yeah. Like, all right, I, I get it. And, <laughs> and granted, there could be a time of of being able to walk them through that but at the funeral yeah. isn't it i don't know i've seen a lot of bad theology and bad statements come out at funerals uh, one of them I, I, people say such dumb stuff in funerals because they're not sure how to handle death um, yeah or i'm sure or like, he was a great person we know that he's going to heaven yeah. because he died let me in check my notes real quick yeah. um because he was stole crack from his like <laughs> Because he washed the dishes at one time when his parents didn't ask him to. Yeah, or or the whole um, 
you know, if if a child dies telling them like, oh, Jesus was just trying to snatch them up to heaven early. Hey, forget you a little bit, okay? <laughs> because understand that they just lost their child and it it's not okay. And I think people don't all it's it's hard to keep in mind that it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. I, I can't undersell that enough. It is okay to not be okay. And and death is not a natural thing. It's yeah. an unnatural thing that everybody does because of the effects of sin. But our bodies were never intended to die. And that's a, a, a weird thing to think of at first. But our, our bodies aren't intended to die. As God created them, they had been created to not die. And we broke that. And so going into a funeral or, or, or going into these types of things can be difficult because we're trying to make it right. And it just isn't right. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even when it comes to things that aren't, aren't death, I mean, Mm -hmm. like any situation where someone is going through something, right? Just don't say it. Just be there for it. Right. Don't turn do. it about you or the thoughts that the the you moment have. you say I in any situation where you're trying to help someone through something that they're mourning through, it's you've done it wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can even do it wrong without saying I. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah. it's okay to mourn, though. So yeah. Um, it, I mean, but to this particular story, it it is a tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am going to say there are some. Not cool things that have come out of it, but things I'm proud of as a people that have given me a hope that I haven't had in the past. Uh, first of all, I don't know the shooter's name, and I even tried to find it a bit. I can't find it, and this is a good thing because um, studies have shown time and time again, if they give credence to the shooter, uh, it encourages people to try and get that type of fame, and so they're encouraged to do that activity because it's attention, and attention is just a cheap imitation um, l- 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 love. Mm-hmm. And so by giving attention to them, those that do feel as if they don't have that will try and get that through the imitation. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, the part I was really interested in talking about is Kendrick Castillo. Please say his name, Kendrick Castillo. Um because as as the man came in to shoot up this school, um, he, he, I mean, the guy screamed at him and said, "Don't you know? Don't anybody move and all that." And he had intentions of killing them. Uh, Kendrick rushed him, mm-hmm. tackled him, and and ended up taking him out. But in the process, got shot and died. Yeah. Um, he had even talked to his dad a few times about this kind of stuff just because it's been coming up in the news o- over and over. Um, and his dad told him, don't be a hero. And, and he told his dad, I was like, no, I have to go in there. If, if, if people need help, I have to go in there, even if it means putting himself in danger. Yeah. I know there's another student at uh, University of North Carolina did the same thing, that because of their brave actions, there's no telling how many people... Um, I mean, it had been saved. Yeah, Be, uh, because they ran towards danger in order to save other people, understanding that they're probably going to die in the process. Yeah. Um. And and as I thought about that, I was just thinking that this is a a clear 
understanding of the thing Christ did for us. Yeah. Um, you know, Christ understood everybody is in danger, and because of that, um, ran towards mm-hmm. danger in order to save other people. Yeah. I mean, this is the 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 call of a Christian that's played out here. Right. That I'm willing to take everything I have and to put it down in order to give other people the opportunity to know God and to have, you know, eternity. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It just, it struck me, the more I dug into this, it was just, it was a phenomenal story by a man whose name I think all of us need to say, Kendrick Castillo. Yeah. Because he's a hero here. Mm-hmm. And, and And it's a hero that, in the past, these stories haven't gotten a ton of play. It's been about the shooter. In yeah. this case, a lot of the stories about Kendrick, and uh-huh. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So to me, this speaks of of Christ and how Christ dies on our behalf in order to bring us to Him. So uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, did, uh, did you get a chance to um, go through any new stories? On, no, on this, I, I heard. Uh, <clears throat> like just a, a little bit about it, and I mean, I honestly I didn't hear anything about it besides mm-hmm. like the location. I knew that there yeah. was a shooting in Colorado, Colorado again. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I didn't. I I actually didn't hear anything about like the the events that mm-hmm. took place. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean that's that's amazing. I mm-hmm. mean, I think it's. I mean, obviously it's it's unfortunate. Absolutely. <laughs> it, I mean, it's a tragedy still. Yeah. Um, but it is... I, I don't know. It's just... It's good coming mm-hmm. out of it. And I feel like that was 100% intentional by this guy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's a thing to be said about the Christian not fearing death, though, don't you think? Mm-hmm. I mean, if if I if I'm positive the... You know, that I get to go to eternity with Christ, then the thing I don't actually need to fear is death. Yeah. It's like, eh, I won't take. I'm going to die at some point anyway, so um, I'm okay to do this. I don't know. I think this is a thing that's going to become more and more important to understand that we can't die and don't need to fear death if I am in Christ Jesus. Right. Because there are plenty of, of, of things and opportunities that people have to... I mean, just to tell people about Christ that we don't because it's embarrassing or it might yeah. hurt my credibility. You know, like people yeah. might make fun of me. Well, this man took a bullet for somebody else. I don't know. I mean, that. I guess that's kind of the part that got to me a bit is yeah. this man r- ran towards a, gu- a guy that had a gun, understanding he's probably going to be dead. Mm-hmm. And the, and there are things I have trouble doing because I'm scared someone might look at me different. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, is that just me on that one? Or? No, I mean, it is It is crazy. I mean, the how soft we've become nowadays. Right. Now, I'm speaking from the th- same perspective. I mean, like, I'm not saying I'm right. any braver than, you know, the most cowardice person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm saying that, like, you look back in biblical times and every single one of, I, I think, every single one of uh, the, like, major disciples were martyrs, right? Except one. Uh, two. Except two. Who? Well, Judas. Judas, You yeah. know, because the whole... 
and then killed himself. Who, who's the other one? John the Baptist. I think we, we might have talked about this. So John the Baptist, people think, oh, John didn't get martyred. All right. I mean, that's true. He died of old age. Yeah. He died of old age after surviving a poison attempt, and they tried to boil him alive. So I wouldn't say he, like, got off scot-free for this boil thing. him alive? How yep. big of a pot do you need to do that? It didn't matter. It didn't work. I know. So I mean, imagine it's just, that. It's hard to envision that. <laughs> imagine, like, I'm curious as to how much... This is going to sound really dark, but, I mean... They tried to boil him, mm-hmm. and he lived. Yeah, what happened? What, yeah. I mean, like what? How long? You know, is there scarring? Like what happened? These are the kind of questions I have that I'm gonna be like, as as soon as I get to heaven, I'm like, John, John, baby, question. Baby, what? My dude, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> uh, my dude, just question. Um, so what happened? You know, like tell me about being boiled alive. That seems weird. It's like, yeah, it didn't take. So. And, and yeah. I mean, I, you know, also the people trying to boil him alive to kill him. Can you imagine? They're like, I don't know, man. He's in there doing laps. Like, I just, <laughs> I just not sure. <laughs> like, what's going on? Uh, How? Because if I'm trying to kill a person by boiling them and I give up. Uh-huh. How long have I been doing it? I'm like, I just don't think it's going to work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's almost like Radshack, Meshack, and Bendigo. Is right. That, is, that, is that the right name? Yes. Well, Whoa, I did slave it. names, but yes. Yeah. No one actually knows their other names, so I guess we go from there. But I mean, like you look at all the other or the mm-hmm. the other you know disciples. And yeah, they died for this. I mean, yeah. like that's how devoted like, they were. To willingly it. too. And I kind of, I mean, I think we have become. I mean, I don't think. Well, honestly, today people are probably a lot more accepting in certain areas, obviously, mm-hmm. of Christianity. So we're not going to be like physically persecuted as much as we would have back then. I mean, in certain areas, I'm talking about like in America. No, I know. I, I, I'd say that's the current state, but I'm not willing to concede that that won't happen to be honest. Oh no, I've never said yeah. it's not going to happen. I'm saying as of now, yeah, I mean, oh, it's, as of a, now. it's a, we're in, I mean, it's just, we we're, become kind of soft and i'm but not Caleb, I'm not, they censored my post on facebook isn't yeah. this the same persecution that they faced in the middle east now, i'm not talking about everyone to to be honest here i mean like there are, i know that there are tons of like fully devoted mm-hmm. christians who are doing fantastic work mm-hmm. but honestly i mean if i like look at myself i'm not going as hard as i could be and mm-hmm. it kind of like is hard but right I think that that is that is something that we should all kind of like reflect on is sure. what why why aren't we why are we scared what are those sure. motives, and and find that out and look up scripture to sure. fight that. And I I'm bringing up the disciples. I mean they all, all right. Also a lot of them died monologuing, which is kind of cool. Actually, the first <laughs> martyr in in the Bible in the New Covenant non Jesus. Um, gave this, like, grand speech beforehand. He said, like, well, if you're going to kill me, I'm just going to tell you the whole story of Scripture uh, as fast as I can because I don't think I have much time. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm, I'm telling you the whole story of Scripture and why Jesus is already the winner. So here we go. Boom. And he did that, and then they killed him. And, and I don't think he – I mean, he was probably scared, but at the same time – the man said, well, if I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down preaching. Like, yeah. what up? You know, 
yeah, fight me, but here we go. I'm 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 not going to give this thing up because people are scary. And I think that's you know the true question that all of us need to be asking is what things are there in our day to day that that we are scared of bringing the, the gospel out. Mm-hmm. And why do those things have a hold on us? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll be honest. Mine is I don't, I, I, I have a need for approval a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some, <laughs> which is kind of shocking depending on the things you've heard me say, like really approval. Well, you're not going to get it. I'm like, I know. Um, but it's it's this idea of there is a part of me that needs to be approved, yeah, and that can inhibit the gospel because it's become about me instead of about Christ, right? You know, that's just me being honest on that. Is is sometimes it's difficult to say and do the right thing out of a fear of not being approved. And I think it it honestly like the hiding that everyone does honestly mm-hmm. comes from us not fully like realizing our identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's the main root of most people's is mm-hmm. I think that a lot of us like we have a glimpse of it. Like we know like yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. but like we forget. I mean, we're right. like the the verse where it's talking about, you know, Leading uh, the sheep by still waters and everything, mm-hmm. and how sheep are actually really dumb and they're crazy they, dumb. They're they very had to be animals. led places because they couldn't do it on their own. Right. And they it had to be still water because they would what would they they would fall into uh-huh. the <laughs> the rushing water yeah. if it was if because their fur would get wet and like, pull them ah. in. <laughs> hey, help! Help! <laughs> it's pretty funny. Hey, boss! <laughs> boss! <laughs> but I mean, like. Yeah, we we see it one second and then we don't another second. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's crazy, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and and I think that's the amount of time a good amount of these things are given too. I mean, some of these opportunities come and there is a, a moment to make that choice, right? Uh, or that moment's gonna go. And and those are those divine appointments and people tend to talk about and over spiritualize that term, but still Mm -hmm. it's, it's these opportunities that God gives that are just a moment. And I've always thought, uh, or I have thought for a good amount of time that, um, it's okay to be scared for two seconds. Actually, Mm -hmm. it's okay to be scared the whole time. That's going to happen, but there's two, only two seconds and, and then just go do it. Yeah. And then try and get that two seconds down smaller because uh, the idea is if I'm going to, try and be obedient to God in every aspect, then I have to be obedient to God in every aspect. Yeah. And if God calls and says, hey, go give that man $5 now, then it's not like, whoa, but he might this, 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 this. Don't give credence to those thoughts. Just go do it. Um, I mean, if, if, if God is speaking and says, hey, pray for Caleb about this thing, and I go like, well, but God, what if he's not going through that thing and this, this, and that, and that, that, and that, and then Caleb's gone. All right, then that's an opportunity I had to pray for Caleb that I didn't take. Yeah. And there are consequences of that, too. Um, so, you know, I'm not trying to say it's not going to be scary. All of, all of us are scared doing this. Now do it anyway. Um, because if, if God is God in overall things and is calling to this thing, it means that God's doing all the hard stuff, and I'm just 
uh, there to be the hand of God to the people around me. Right, yeah. Uh, do it scared. Everyone is scared doing this. Absolutely. Yeah. Do it anyway. I mean, yeah. I don't think God really cares about your emotions during it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he just... Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. I think the answer to, like, but God, I'm scared. God's like, well, I'm not <laughs> yeah. good. Like... I'm sleep, doing fine. What are you talking about? <laughs> I sleep through storms, which is still one of my favorite things to yeah. happen in scripture. It's like, oh, Ten God, more minutes. we're going to die out here. <laughs> Hello. No, I told you, I'm dying on the cross. They're like, oh, funny joke, God. Why did they never get it? Seriously. Because <laughs> he starts off, he's like, maybe the temple will fall down and come back in three days. And then I think in some translations of the Bible, it says that he turns to his uh, to his disciples and goes, wink. Um, and they're like, yeah. I don't know what he's saying. He's like, uh, guy's... the temple, the tabernacle, me yeah. will fall, but in three days be rebuilt. And they're like, I'm still not understanding Jesus. How can a building be rebuilt in three days? <laughs> uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, uh, not possible. <laughs> three days. It took them years to build this building. Jesus he's like, okay. You dumb idiots, <laughs> which I think is actually in there in the Greek. Um, yeah. I'm going to die, but I'm going to come back. So then they're like, I don't know. I just always picture. I think he just gives up. He's just like. One of the disciples. <laughs> figure it out in the end. <laughs> one of the disciples just, I mean, he's in a house across the path. He's able to see it, but he's nowhere close to it. And he's like, oh, oh, the, oh, they're crucifying Jesus on the cross. How could this happen? I'm so surprised. I'm so, no one's ever said anything close to this could happen. And then just, you know, the angels in heaven are all going like, oh, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> like all together they're doing the, uh, you haven't seen Naked Gun, I'm guessing. Naked Gun? No. Yeah, they're all like, oh, just slapping their head all together. I don't know. <laughs> so I just always. It's funny. Head cannon. Uh, head speaking cannon. of canon, so, all right, I'm adding a segment. Because I can Ooh. do that. I know. Um, I've had, I don't have the power, by the way. That is super not true. That is, <laughs> I'm just, that is a joke and not true, and I wish it was further from... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I've had... All right, Caleb, here's the place this is coming from. Yes. I have had about five different conversations in the past month on the authority of Scripture. Yeah. Um, to the point that one of them I had, talking to a good friend of mine... It was not a debate, but I definitely treated it like it was. You know, um, the authority of Scripture is important, mm-hmm. and, and and the statement that had been made in one of the conversations is, well, not everybody, you know, that's a Christian also thinks that the Scripture is authoritative. Yeah, and I said, which might have been a little rough, but again. What are you going to do? Um, studies have indicated that that is one of the primal beliefs uh, of a church that is dying and just doesn't know it yet. Because wow. if, yeah, that might have been too harsh, but I'm not recanting it because that is what the studies are showing. Um, <laughs> but it's it's this idea of if scripture isn't authoritative, then what is? Yeah. I mean... So I I do think there are, there is a um, I I feel that scripture is infallible to all things pertaining to faith and life. Mm-hmm. You know there are there are things in scripture that people 
the kind of debate. Yeah. Um, but that it misses the point because it isn't trying to be a science book. It's trying to tell the story of God coming into uh, to Earth to save mankind. It's right. a story about God, but it's still infallible. Yeah. And authoritative to the things it's trying to say. Mm-hmm. And if a person doesn't have that, it's a bit problematic. So for our segment, uh, there's a, a really common verse in 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17. Caleb, do you want to read it for us? We'll read it. Um, yeah, it's we'll a very often that. quoted verse that I would like to go through. Um, all right. Second Timothy three sixteen. Oh, whoa! It's another three sixteen and seventeen. Three seventeen, yeah. <laughs> All right. All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Good so, verse. um. It's difficult to say <laughs> scripture isn't important uh-huh. when you have... Now, granted, I'm acknowledging a bit of circular scripture is yeah. important because it says it's important. But also, if it is important, it's allowed to testify to its own importance. Yeah. You know, it's kind of the same thing and, as a doctor saying, I'm a doctor. And another thing kind of like that helps me is all of like... This is kind of, I mean, it's, there's historical documents of like the events that happened when it mm-hmm. comes to Jesus. Right. And all of the uh, disciples, or not all of them, but some of them being martyred and all having mm-hmm. the same story, which is right. not common when there's people are lying. Right. <laughs> or if they're being tortured to death. Yeah, exactly. And One of them, if they're, if they're faking it, people will crack. Yeah. Like, oh, go, I'm, I'm making it up. I'm making it all up. Sometimes and the fact people that say those people not, were yeah. speaking the truth and that they, Claimed that the Old Testament is truth, and the Old Testament, I mean, it all plays mm-hmm. into each other, if you know yeah. what I mean. So, I mean, it's like, that's another thing that helps me, too, mm-hmm. that that already gives Scripture credibility, and then right. the fact that the Scripture is credible and it says it's credible, boom. I mean, like, right. for me, that's what clicks. Right. There's, I mean, there's a certain credibility to it that I think it, it, it can be easy to say, well, it's just an old text, or so many people have interpreted it, and all this, and, and granted, there's... Yeah. I mean, there is a proper way to interpret scripture and a way to not interpret scripture. Mm-hmm. There, uh, there are things a person can do to twist it into saying a thing that it isn't saying. Prosperity gospel, and there is um, a a proper mm-hmm. a manner to handle scripture. Right. With that said, it has to be treated as if it is actually authoritative. Is there? Oh, is that? Oh, sorry about that. Sorry, <laughs> we're adjusting our mic mid, whatever. Um, <laughs> It it has it isn't just a book, right? It is it it and and it isn't just words on a page. I think this is the part that has always blown my mind is that this is also some of the strongest proof that God wants to reveal Himself to us mm-hmm. is by the giving of scriptures because it says it's God breathed. Uh, oh, I used to know what it is. I was going to flex and say the Greek because it sounds really... It's just the fun to say. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Pneumatos, um, something like that. It's fun to say in the Greek. That's the only reason I was going to bring it up. But I don't Greek. Remember. Um, but um, where was I? I got really I sidetracked. I don't know where you were. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, 
it's it's God giving a description and story of his character and yeah. nature to mankind. Right. How cool is that? Pretty freaking cool if you I'm, ask me. <laughs> I mean this is 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 an infinite and transcendent God uh-huh. gave us a description of his person and character in print so we wouldn't really have to argue about it as much. Yeah. Granted, we, we still do. We still found a way. Like, we did it, y'all. <laughs> like, we did it. We but, found a way to be annoying. Yeah. Um, so just over the the span of the next, I think, like five podcast episodes or something, uh, yeah. there are a few things in there that, I'm, that Caleb and I are going to go over and kind of give some thoughts on on how it applies because scripture is profitable for teaching reproof correction and training in righteousness but Mm -hmm. uh, the purpose in that is is that the man of God or us can be complete yeah and equipped towards good work yeah I I I think if God is speaking to us, then to do the work of God, I have to be grounded in the word of God. Yeah. I think that's a fair statement to make from here. Oh, yeah. So how do you, or as as a Christian, mm-hmm. how do we give the credence to Scripture that it is authoritative? Wow. Like kind of in our day-to-day. I know that's a really In our day-to-day? Question. Yeah. I, I mean, I would say for me, I mean, that's something that I've, that's like my my number one doubt that mm-hmm. I have. Um, really? Or like w- when I have like doubt mm-hmm. inside of me, that is like what it's always about is like what if, but it's not even like about scripture. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> my, my brain is just dumb and it goes, what if it isn't real? I'm like, oh my gosh, you're right. What if it isn't real? <laughs> and then I, I basically uh-huh. have to like reel myself back in, right? And like show myself the way God has moved in my life, very evidently. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's that's one thing that helps me personally, is look at where God has moved in your life, mm-hmm. and and you know uh, find find where He's moved. And if He, you know, if say you're a new Christian and there isn't that relationship with Jesus yet, and you you're not able to see him. I mean, granted, you you will see him if you search for it like right. deeply. But I mean, right. and you're not able to see him clearly in your in your past. Like, just do. I mean, one th- another thing that helps me again is to like remember the like the historical stuff behind it, mm-hmm. and 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 remember just how you felt when uh when you became saved and that's mm-hmm. that's really i don't know just <laughs> just find where god is and you has moved in your life mm-hmm. and that's that's probably the number right. one thing and also if you really need to back yourself up with you know physical stuff which helps me mm-hmm. um you know histor- historical stuff or mm-hmm. whatever that's that's yeah that's my thing. i'm i'm glad that you said that though because i think more people have that same doubt and question than care to actually discuss i mean yeah. because the good christian will never doubt their faith or anything else but i think most of it i i i've been doing this a, a fair amount of time i've studied a bunch i have a whole bookshelf of stuff right and i still have questions of like 
oh my gosh, what if this isn't real? I've wasted a lot of time if it's not real. <laughs> like I, I had that same thought, and I think so many people are scared to say, I occasionally ask, what if this isn't real? And and I think that's it's okay to ask. Just ask yeah. it to God. Um, you know, don't spit on the, the past by just saying, "Oh, I had a doubt this time, so therefore um, mm-hmm. I can't bring it to God because I don't even know if God is actually there." Well, but you did five minutes ago, so just yeah. back it up five minutes and say, "God, are you real?" And mm-hmm. and then open up Scripture, understand the, the, the story that's being told, how it all comes together, how that thread of Christ weaves all throughout the Old Testament and is on full display on on the cross and how it impacted millions and millions and millions of people after that. And and then pray to God's like, God, based on the the, the truth in Scripture, I am trusting that even though I have no idea, I'm trusting (laughs) you are real and true. Yeah. I mean, you have to have Mm -hmm. faith to have faith. Absolutely. It's scary. It's not even... Your I mean, faith. It's God's yeah. faith given to you. And yeah. I, I think that's important. So, Are you saying that we're all predestined, Danny? <laughs> what episode is this? <laughs> what episode is this? Is this 63? Yeah, anyway. 63, um, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. So, um, you know, just over the next, gosh, like month and a half, just a little bit on the end, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about the um, things that Scripture does and why it's important. Um, partially because I think Caleb and I have both been on a doctrine kick, and oh, yeah. I've been reading big books that are really nerdy and say big things, and I got really excited about one of them. For the first, for yeah. the, all right, I gotta tell you, for the first time in a long time, I stayed up until um, like one a.m. reading a book. Yeah, and it was so nice. Uh-huh. I haven't done that since Harry Potter three. <laughs> Yeah, Harry Potter three. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. I know that's a good book, but it's like, just wouldn't expect it to be that one out of all of them. Anyways, (laughs) no, but I also, I I mean, this kind of plays into this. I haven't even like cracked it open yet, if we're being honest. But I bought since Lifeway is closing. Y'all remember that? Right, I have a stack. Well, they're done now, aren't they? Like actually, I think they got a few more days. Okay. Well, I gotta go check. Yeah, that we, we need to go up. back. Yeah, podcast over now. <laughs> <laughs> I think they close at ten. Let's go. <laughs> um, but basically, Get when the they keys. when they had their sale, I got this uh, John Piper book on reading the Bible supernaturally and mm-hmm. what that means to to hear God from the Scripture. And right, and that's I'm I'm excited to go through that, and I think that'll help with this attack. Absolutely, and. Yeah, so let's both study up. Study let's buttons. do it. Except I, I'm not going to be studying with you. <laughs> I will not give you the book I'm reading because you will just... My, no, I mean, my you don't want it. Out. <laughs> you don't want it. My corneas will go up in flames. No, it's not that. It's You will find it boring. What? I guarantee you'll find it boring. I... Fine, whatever. Uh, Danny doesn't think I can be a, a seminarian. Or no, I didn't say that. I didn't. I actually think that, uh, as far as being a seminarian goes, you would do great in that program. I would love to go to seminary. You will find this book insanely boring. How much? Let, let the people. How much? Wait. How much does seminary cost? Like a good one <laughs> to go to. Fifty uh, k. Fifty k for yes. each like year. No, that's like the whole thing. Oh, okay. So uh, 56 seminary isn't like that. a college, right? No, it's a college. I mean, but like, how long does it take? Uh, Gordon's program, Gordon Conwell, 
well has a 90 credit hour MDiv that they intend for it to take five years. Five years. Yeah. Now, granted, theirs is slower, and they offer no apology for that. Yeah. They're like, no, we know what we're doing. Don't. If I ever have the money, don't mess with us. I'm straight up doing it. Yeah. Can you use student loans toward that? Yes. Cool. I'm also interviewing this on this, just in case anybody out there wants to know. Because I don't know, but I've always I don't get ad money from them either. So, um, M&M's, Gordon Conwell, pay me. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. sorry. Where's the money? Where's our sponsor money? So, uh, speaking of sponsor money, we don't have sponsors or anything. So, if the only way this show grows is by telling uh, friends about it. So, please do that. Um, We do need to start uh, sponsoring some stuff. (laughs) No, stuff needs to start sponsoring some us. No, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about like like brush my teeth. Ooh, quip. Ah. (laughs) Uh, We're gonna eat an ice cream. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Tell your friends. Yes. Give us five stars. Yes. uh, Where can they give us five stars? Uh, That's the wrong question. Go ahead and answer (laughs) that. You can uh, give us five stars on any podcast app you have. But let's go with iTunes, since most people are getting it from there. Yeah. And one person's getting it from Castbox. Whatever that is. I see you though. Mr. Chi-Chi. Oh, that is Mr. Chi-Chi. <laughs> oh, I still don't know what that is. Um, it's a podcast app, obviously. I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Um, also, be sure and check us out on thegospelpost.com slash special on Facebook and Instagram at nobodyspecialpodcast. And on Twitter, it's possible to open up Twitter to get to Facebook because uh, we don't have a Twitter, and just go to facebook.com slash nobody special podcast. Boom. So, um, Fly away, little bird. Thanks for tuning in. To <laughs> I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> wow, I can normally get through that. Thanks for tuning in to our professional podcast. Thanks for, uh, you know, I appreciate all of our viewers and everything. So thank you, everybody, uh, for checking us out on iTunes and yeah. YouTube now. So, yeah, yeah. Yep. Check us out on YouTube too. Yep. I'm serious. If you don't, I'm not gonna do anything. We're not gonna do awesome. anything. We're really not. <laughs> but so. you should. You should check it out. Um, yeah, it's under another thing to note. It's under the gospel outpost on YouTube. Yes, I and feel I like am we haven't mentioned that yet. Working on putting other stuff on there. Yes. Why are you pushing your cup on? Anyway, all right. Well, that's gonna do it for us today. I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. We are. Nobody's special. special.